Hello, Ampies. It's intro time, but in serious form because we are all at work. <laughs> Mood muted. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into this week's episode, we are going to read a few reviews and let you know a bit about the episode we're covering. Reviews. Okay. <laughs> Our first one is this is really from slow the in the script. Morgan, I gotta say. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this was, I, I I assumed it was kind of more like a guideline, you know, like a curb your enthusiasm script, where it's like this is kind of like the vibe of what we're going to be going through, but like the actors will improvise in the taken, moment. I haven't taken like UCB one hundred and one ever, <laughs> so I'm not sure if I'm good at this. <laughs> I also, I can't forget. go right now because again, <laughs> I'm in my office. You okay. see the wall behind me at my secret show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's very nondescript location. It's as if, like, it's very secretive. Yeah. <laughs> assume. Okay, Jill. Okay. Get, get into those reviews. You're going to be From great. Mad Hill Hatter, the podcast I didn't know I needed. This podcast got me through a 24 hour road trip. I owe these hosts my firstborn or my left toe for keeping me sane. I'll it's take the absolute- toe. I don't have use for a child. Yeah, I'll take the toe. <laughs> Um, it's an absolute joy to listen to and makes you feel like you're listening to a chat with friends. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Aw, thank you. Thank this you, so Mad Hill Hatter, if that is thank your real you. name. I, I like, like the you. I feel like it is their their Christian name, so. <laughs> <laughs> Our next review is from Canada. Woo. Uh, from Alice Ooh. and Hannah. Ooh, a joint. Thanks. A, a joint. joint review. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes 2021 20, so much better now that 2021 is almost over. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd never seen the Vampire Diaries and started watching and listening for more Latoya and Morgan because they rule. <gasps> they do. Yay! Now I'm a total Jill stan. There it is. <laughs> Why? Um, unfortunate <laughs> downside is that I keep singing Cup by Plum. It's worth it. <laughs> Just highly recommend. Ah! Oops. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, Thank you so much for these reviews. We love you. But Uh, but was it Alice or Hannah who gave us the review? Is the question. The thing is, it's the spirit of both. It's every other word. Sure. It's got every other word. (laughs) I love that. And that is how it happened. Um, So. Moving on into the other functional part of this intro, um, we want to tell you that this week's episode covers episode four, season five of The Vampire Diaries. It's entitled For Whom the Bell Tolls. According to Netflix, this is the one where, while Mystic Falls observes its traditional Remembrance Day to honor the dead, Damon and Elena try to help Stefan through a confusing time. Uh, and we cry a bunch in this one, like a lot. Jill, Latoya, you guys worked on this one. I didn't. We we're very emotional during it. Any any other heads ups? <laughs> um, this is the episode uh, where I go through the Reva lyrics and I start crying doing that. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. There's not I think enough it's a fun episode. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> not enough of us talking about Reba on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um dope well then oh i was gonna say also your y'all are gonna love the, the end music cue oh god Ooh. i can't wait <laughs> is it on spotify it should be yeah <laughs> perfect <laughs> good um why don't we wrap this up gang 
yeah, listen to us now. Enjoy. (laughs) We killed it. Beautifully done. Hello, and welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we had to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing Season 5, Episode 4, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Gong. (laughs) (laughs) Dong. So, Jill, you know what time it is. It is time to Mm -hmm. ask you, how did you feel about this episode of television? Um, I wasn't expecting to be fucking wrecked in episode four of season five. <laughs> what the hell? Go on. I I am not kidding. This is the most I have cried in any any episode uh, wow. that we've watched. I was like sobbing. <laughs> I'm glad I have my glasses on so you can't see like how disgusting I look. One, you look cute. Two, <laughs> I forgot because the thing is, it sneaks up on you. <laughs> I just remembered fun stuff and amnesia sh- shenanigans. That's all I remembered. I was like, oh, this is the bell day? Fun. Like, truly, that was no thoughts, only bells. But yeah, we're like, we're laughing. There are bells. All the salvatores are dead. That was fun. If we didn't have the fun Steve stuff, Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even think I ever really clocked also, like, that um, Stefan, you know, until now, that Stefan was crying when he was monologuing at Jesse. I'm like, holy shit, what is this episode? No one is okay. The, the wounds of season four are fresh, and we are all feeling them. And unfortunately, we cannot put them off any longer. We could not just, like, set up the beginning of a fun season. I think we have to actually deal with all the shit that happened. And this, I think, is actually pretty effective. Like, to have Stefan have to have all of it told to him again essentially like making him our like point of view character in a way being like well when you hear it all out loud seems kind of fucked up (laughs) it's like yeah maybe what happened last year was really fucked up it was also really cool like i kept pointing out to you guys i was like damon's being good like he's being a good guy what what (laughs) we didn't tell damon to fuck off once during this episode not Not once he was a good boy when he hugs Jeremy. That's when I was crying. Yeah. And he looks like he's about to like run up and hit him or something. And he just grabs him. I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> like the idea that like he is mad. He has the selfish reaction of being like, you can't say this because it's going to hurt Elena. And I can't deal with that. And then once he has released that out of his body, he's like, oh, right. What has just happened is that a child has told me that he has been keeping this secret that has been killing him slowly, and he now can't handle it anymore and turned to me, his now dad, to take care of it, and I have to step up to the plate. And then he does it? That's, That's my boy. That's my boy. Rick would be so proud. I we haven't seen this Damon in so long, if ever. <laughs> <laughs> to mention Rick right now, Latoya. 
I am. I now fully am like about to cry. <laughs> Me too. I'm gonna cry again. It's like I. I this. I like. I'm. I've missed Damon for so long. It is really nice to be happy with him and proud of him again. And I think like the space from all the Sirebond stuff. Like we've had some time to breathe. And I think like. Now, like Elena talking about um like relitigating to herself aloud, like why she left Stefan for Damon and just kind of being like, that was me. I changed. You didn't do anything wrong. And hearing it all aloud, and I think no longer being in her like, I'm new, everything's heightened state, she's like, oh shit, I really hurt this person that I love. And it means so much to me, like the connection that we shared and everything that we went through. Like, whether you want to be like Team Delena or Team Delena, like you have to agree that what happened between Stefan and Elena was very important to both of them. So, like, her being like, yeah, like I didn't really necessarily honor that in the way that things shook out. And, and again, like not that she like has to treat him perfectly or that she can't make mistakes or that like she owes him anything. Cause if she doesn't like him, she doesn't have to date him. But <laughs> um, it like, it, it's really nice to see them trying to like forge a way forward and for the gut reaction to be like, Oh, this means that we're in love. And it's be like, no, 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 actually it's something different. And the idea that like them building a relationship, post breakup together that it's gonna be difficult but that it is really necessary for both of them to figure out what they mean to each other in this context I think is huge because it feels less like she's ping-ponging between the two of them and getting chosen by one or more of them bless you Jill um <laughs> and muted for a reason and you I'm know muted. it was so cute you guys missed <laughs> like a little just a little gremlin my bum um, just like <laughs> but, yeah your top not bouncing it's so cute um I love you both so much I'm so happy to be seeing you <laughs> I had a good day today, guys. I'm like so happy. I'm so happy good. to be seeing you. I got my second shot today uh, for the listeners. Um, you guys already know that, but I'm feeling excited. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just think that this is like, it's really nice. Like everybody is being honest about how they feel and like Jeremy having to get this off of his chest. Like nobody's keeping annoying secrets for no reason anymore we're all just like acting like people who care about and respect each other which to me is thumbs up i'll stop talking now bye well i want you to keep talking because i want to see you know what do you remember from like your original watch like what was like the, the stuff that like really got you then how do you guys not remember just sobbing is my question <laughs> i didn't know it was at this point like okay this seems very early for all of this. So you remember like the scene, you just don't remember when it was? Yes. Okay. Because um, I remember the feathers. Yeah. The feathers are what fully killed me um, upon first watch and upon every watch. Any reference to that scene absolutely breaks me because I think it is one of – I don't think there are a lot of moments in the show – where they fully are like being magic is fun like that actually works like elena we, we joked at the time and that's the last time bonnie ever had fun 
Yes, because like Elena standing on the back of the motorcycle sucks. Like, <laughs> it's not exciting or cool. Like most of the time when people are like finding out they're a vampire, it's all tinged with like, yeah, there's some cool elements, but now you have to deal with bloodlust. But Bonnie's like discovery of her powers and the way that it the fact that the powers are like inherent to her and natural to her and that something didn't happen to her to make her have them, it does make it feel like, oh, it makes it feel less like something happened to her. It makes it feel more positive. And it's also just the idea that like, oh, this thing that's been inside of me forever that hasn't felt normal and has made me feel like other or different, like is actually this good thing that I can do beautiful stuff with. And I simply refuse to not share it with my best friend. And then the joy on both of their faces when that happens to me is one of the most like lovely, beautiful things about the show. I am again tearing up talking about it. Of course, <laughs> no, it's not any kind of thing we got last season at all. When all not of our friends all. were brainwashed or they hated each other. Yes. So the idea that like they all bring something to remember her by and that that is Elena's thing she wants to recognize and honor in that moment to me like is is so beautiful because that's like that's the touchstone of their relationship to me is thinking about like the mutual shared joy of that moment like when you're like Elena and Bonnie that is what I think of so that they honor that in that moment to me was like very special and I am crying now (laughs) (laughs) So glad we still can't be in person so you didn't have to see how ugly crying I was. Can't wait to to watch another sad episode in the future, but it's together. So we're all just sobbing. Yep. Sobbing on Morgan's lopsided couch. Uh, We're going to get a new one at some point. (laughs) When we we get a slightly bigger couch, it's over for you bitches. But um, Latoya, would you like to share things about the first time you watched this episode? I mean, Amnesiac Stefan. Again, my memories were just like, this is a fun little mess around. He's, am- he's got amnesia. He's sassin. Paul's having a time. He 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 thinks Caroline's hot, and I'm like, yeah, buddy, you are correct. Mm-hmm. He, when he's like, I-, I will talk to you know I- Caroline, the only one I can trust. I'm like, it's happening, it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, Tyler showed up, and I'm like, well, I like Tyler, but you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, happening. I got scared when you started that sentence. <laughs> uh, and I I did check because uh, earlier I was like, when does Tyler return? And I was like, it's this episode. So I wasn't thinking of the sadness that comes with that. Because I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out some like things like math wise of seasons and. I was thinking of something else. I wasn't thinking of this. When you guys get mad at him. <laughs> yes, I was that thinking is. about when we get mad at him. <laughs> See, I I am less mad at him in that moment and more in awe of how, like, just, like, bananas what they ask of him is and how Trevino just delivers, like, well, as we what a king. Here and in many episodes, the show hates Tyler Lockwood, and that's just an extension of it. It really sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I was so happy to see him, though. I, I like, wailed. <laughs> of course you did. I gasped so loud, and Michael was like, and I was like, Tyler's here. It's fine. <laughs> Again, this is what passes for normal in my home. But yeah, um, really, so I remembered um, just good vibes and not being sad at it is what I remember. 
Mm-hmm. And I was sad watching this. While there were good vibes, I was still sad, but in a good way, not like in a I'm so angry season four way. And as I said in, in the chat while we were Netflixing up, I don't understand how you could say season four is better than season five. Season four is misery. Like, yeah, I fully agree. Like every second of this, like the sadness that I feel at the end of it, it feels really cathartic because like we've been sitting on like Bonnie's actually dead. Bonnie's actually dead for I think as long as you could do it. And like you need a release. And it does feel like a version of these things that really like honors her, even though I like to a certain extent um, really resent the emotional labor of like having to give your own eulogy. But also that is who Bonnie is in terms of like wanting to care for each person individually. Like that's I do kind of think that's what she'd want to be able to do. So I think like that's nice. And but... also Stephen R. McQueen can't pull it off. Um, like he can't do that emotional lifting at all. As Jill's kept pointing over, out. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to say that on here. So it's on record. I mean, <laughs> I was so mean. <laughs> season four is where I go like in on him. Is it not at the end of season four where I'm just like, he's, <laughs> I get really mean in the prom episode. Yeah. Cause that's when he's Silas and it's, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, they they know at this point. They know how we feel about that. Yeah, so I think I think like most of the stuff that's working in Jeremy's favor this season, I think is just like situational. It's just the idea that like he's in the worst fucking position. Like he didn't he didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> he he truly like was brought back to life against his will. And, like, Bonnie, like, sacrificed herself for him, and he had no way of, like, having any agency in that. And now he's like, well, yeah, obviously I'll keep the secret because I'm trying to, like, be respectful of you. But now it's gotten to a point where I can no longer, like, keep this under my hat. Like, people are waiting for you to save them. They, they, that's untenable. Um, And, yeah, like, I, I think that is really helpful. Like all of that baggage to give his character, I think works because just putting yourself in his shoes is so painful that even maybe if the performance is a bit subtle, (laughs) uh, you know, you, you maybe like, you know, you can kind of feel a lot of it mentally. Um, should we should we get into the app or do we have any more uh, big thoughts we want to talk about before? Uh, I mean, I guess after saying no more special peas, we do have special peas. I don't know if I addressed this before, but you know, it's good special peas. Love brought me to Mystic Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck yes. Love drove me away. And I think this happened earlier this season. We didn't clock it just because, again, our recording schedule was out of control. I don't remember the last time we recorded an episode for this season of yeah. But But we're here now. That has been my fault. I've had a new job and I've been MIA. But now but now I'm back and, and so are our boys. We <laughs> open strong with a scene that I have titled in my notes, Car Boys with a Z. Um, it's like American so- Dreams with a Z. um so stefan is reading his own diary in the car (laughs) because in case you forgot he has amnesia Mm -hmm. he's reading about the 20s he's reading about being the ripper of monterey and he's he's like lol this guy sounds boring (laughs) (laughs) how dare you He's not wrong. He just he just read about the end of the affair and he's like Jill, like eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we need to assign both Stefan and Jill to rewatch the end of the affair. Look, appreciate it more this time. I, I will watch the end of the affair with Stefan. You will appreciate it more if on rewatch, Jill. Yeah, especially since I you, will. you know our, our Becks. You, you know, big simpin. Knowing mm. what I know, yeah, I, I will. Yeah. And the love you have for our evil, evil boy. That and Miss Mystic Falls, we need to do Jill rewatches. <laughs> uh, yes, that would be that would be a gift. I would like that very much. So, like, Stefan's like, look, I, like, know what year it is. I know this car is a V8 engine. I know I'm two journals deep, and I have absolutely no memory of who the hell I am. And Damon says, brutal. <laughs> Even with amnesia, Stefan's still a car boy. Yeah. That that never never dies. Carboys never die. Still, still a gearhead. <laughs> <laughs> so like Damon kind of explains his relationship to blood with him a little bit, and Stefan's like, "Oh yeah, like I'll become the Ripper of Monterey again." And Damon says, "And we're only in the twenties, baby. We should have known." Adding baby to the end of your sentences, that's a way to ingratiate yourselves with us. <laughs> this episode, Demo's like trying to get back in our good graces. Yep. And it's working, babe. <laughs> baby. It is working, baby. And Stefan's like, well, this is like kind of a lot to process. And Stefan says, okay, let me get this straight. I helped you steal this car. I found out I was a vampire who killed his own father. And yet I don't litter when Damon stops him from like throwing the empty blood bag out the window. And Damon says, you're a man of principle, Stefan, who had his memories erased by a 2000 year old witch. She sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> and he helped him steal this car. I mean, Ryan Atwood rubs off on him yet again. <laughs> Life is what you make it. Do you know what Stefan likes about rich kids? <laughs> Possibly nothing. Yeah, I think it's nothing. <laughs> um, So they kind of joke about it. Like, Stefan's like, huh, like, am I the fun brother and you're the safe brother? And Damon does not appreciate that implication. So he crashes the car so comedically. It <laughs> spins and spins and spins. Like, it's a full Michael Bay thing minus I, the explosion, which costs a lot of money. I was going to say, um, I feel like I'm watching Fastlane, so a McG thing as well. Yes, very McG. You're right. Strike Michael Bay from the record. Very McG. I loved it. <laughs> the boys, we cut to them on the pavement. They're both laughing and smiling. And Stefan's like, okay, like, you're the fun brother. <laughs> and they both are just like smiling and happy and like delighted. And it's nice. <laughs> they were not friends last year. I wonder if something will change. <laughs> <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> Um, so then at the Salvatore boarding house, uh, Elena and Caroline are on the phone. Caroline's at school, but Elena's at the Salvatore house. And Elena's like, please tell me I wasn't out of my mind leaving Damon in charge of Vampire Amnesia 101. <laughs> Honey, it, it wasn't a great choice. <laughs> so Caroline's like, what, what kind of updates are you getting? And Elena's like gotten one text that says so far, so good. <laughs> so Jesus communication that's that's what it is yeah and caroline's like look it's not uncommon for patients with retrograde amnesia or other traumatic brain injuries to turn volatile because it turns out she did a shit ton of research all for stefan latoya 
<laughs> like Steriline, this season, I think we're going to be hearing you scream a lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the beginning of the episode. That's how we start, you guys. <laughs> um, Jill, would this be a good time to check in with you about how are how are you feeling maybe before this episode about of like with the Stephanie and Caroline of it all? And did this episode change anything for you, show you things in different lights, etc.? I so going into this episode, I was still very much uh where I was previously in that they would not have been on my radar at all if not for Latoya. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but then the scene like in the crypt happened. And I was like, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> I am on board. Yes. <laughs> that was some good shit. That's some unconditional love and support, baby. <laughs> a healthy relationship on my vampire diaries? It's less common it's than like- you think. <laughs> Unreal. Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm glad. Uh, but I will note, she's doing a lot of this research all for Stefan. But she's doing it with Jesse, who's deeply hot. <laughs> the hotness all around. They they're doing this for us mm-hmm. while still with Tyler. <laughs> but the, yes. the whole Tyler ain't shit. As Elena's constantly reminding us, the show's constantly reminding us. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I refuse to believe it. <laughs> Elena really turned on her best friend like that. It's fucked up. And like Caroline says she's bringing Jesse to our, quote, hometown graveyard bell ringing ceremony, <laughs> end quote. And this is how you know this dude really wants to fuck this white girl that he came along. This is some really fucking creepy, morbid shit. And yeah, this is this is white nonsense. Whereas I'm sitting here embodiment of white nonsense like that sounds fun of course it does to you but this black man yeah what it's like if she asked him to go to like the gone with the wind day and he like if he would go like no he like really just wants to fuck this white girl if he's doing these things or the show was written by white people who don't know black people this is a good as time as any to share a family tradition of mine uh that i think i might have mentioned on the pod which is that my family cleans the Croatian cemetery from the small mining town in Arizona that my dad is from uh, before every Memorial Day. So that is um, our weird, morbid white nonsense. And yes, Michael has come to it and helped me do that. (laughs) So it is it's something that uh, people only will join you with if they've got it fairly bad. So yeah, (laughs) as much as Vampire Diaries and the originals try to tell us um, that uh, black folks like playing around in uh, cemeteries. We don't. We don't fuck with that shit. Um. Yeah. I, like that's common sense. <laughs> I'm not blessed with that. <laughs> I'm not the white nonsense gene. Yeah, Jill and I just don't have that. So Caroline says, yeah, while I'm there, I might as well ring a bell for Tyler and me, considering our relationship is on its deathbed. Yikes. <laughs> and uh, Caroline makes a Remembrance Day joke and is like, you could bring Stefan, right? Like, Because he doesn't remember shit. <laughs> Which is funny um and uh jesse's you know working with dr maxwell in his office and we see him again and it's like remember him and i'm like no <laughs> is it maxwell or maxfield 
fuck. <laughs> um, I think it is Maxfield. I think I'm just um, what's called an idiot. Yeah, it's Maxfield. Yep, I'm dumb. His name? Wait, isn't? I thought his name was Max. It's Wes Maxfield. Oh, Terrible. We, we absolutely we, had this. We've talked about how insane this name yeah. is. Yeah, okay. just a just a hodgepodge of like white male prefixes and suffixes <laughs> that makes no sense and reads as absolutely nothing in my mind. Doctor Wes Maxfield. Like Maxfield's not anything. No one's ever had the last name Maxfield because you think it's Maxwell because that's a last name. Because that's a name, and I'm also thinking Max Greenfield inside my head as well. That is also in the soup that I am trying to keep track of. Um, yeah, like just my brain looking is at chilly. Maxfield makes me angry. <laughs> yes, and looking at this actor's face makes me angry because <laughs> um, this is not a great character in my opinion. Our next scene's at the Mystic Grill. Uh, I, I, can I tell Jill he is not our big bad? Oh, he's not. Our big bad is a flop, though. <laughs> It's a different oh, kind of flop. No. Di- different flop entirely. Um, this guy is more of like an Atticus Shane level antagonist. But without okay. having as much screen time as they gave Atticus Shane. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like at the level it. Atticus Shane should have been at. Yeah. Like I'd say like roughly like two thirds in Atticus Shane. Does that seem fair in your estimation? Yeah. Like in terms of how much he's there, it's still annoying. But I was just going to say, it's still going to be enough to. <laughs> he's actually in a lot of season five. He is. I think his, he's just not in a lot of scenes in most episodes. Like I think he, most of he's his not, plot yeah, lines, it's not, not like, everywhere. He's yeah. in the places he should be in. He's not like teaching about rocks at the high school or whatever. Yes, he's not going to like show up in Mystic Falls like judging the judging Miss Mystic Falls. Like he's not <laughs> showing up at town events and suddenly like schmoozing with like Liz or whatever. Like he's I think he stays put in college. <laughs> I'm like Professor Atticus Shane who did not know how to stay in his own fucking lane. <laughs> Good God. Rip. That man. <laughs> yeah, rip Addy. I am glad that none of the Ampies seem to have liked Addy. Like, we're now, like, no past it. No one's defending it. that shit. Yeah. Either we have scared them all, or no one, uh, no one vibed with him. So, in the, at the grill, uh, guys are doing, are toasting to their, like, dead relatives and, like, doing shots and ringing bells. And Stefan's like, Jesus, this is morbid as fuck. It is. It sounds fun. <laughs> yes. And Damon explains the, the bell tradition, which I guess Jill had never heard of as, like, a thing, but this is no. real. Yeah. So, in the 1820s, when, when like cholera was going around occasionally a person would get buried before they were actually dead like they had to bury bodies very quickly to like stave off the spread of infection so damon says they were so paranoid they would actually request to be buried with a string attached to a bell above ground and then the whole family would hang out around the grave for 24 hours hoping they'd hear the bell ring and that their loved one would be alive and like they could just like dig them out and they'd come back um, but now it's just a kick-ass excuse to get hammered. <laughs> that is dark. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Jesus. It's so cool. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I think there are like gra- like spooky grave guards you can go to that have the bells still out. Um, really? It's yeah, it's uh, it's very gross and spooky. Um, fun stuff. I can't believe I never heard of that. Yeah, I was surprised because it's super. Or maybe creepy. I have, and it just left my brain. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> There's a good chance of that too. Fifty <laughs> among with us you? remembers anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Um, so Steve is like eyeing the waitress super hard and Damon has to kind of remind him and explain to him like that's you wanting something stronger than a blood bag like there are two types of vampires there are those that can handle moderation and then there is you Um, brilliant amnesia Stefan moment here where he goes well I'm no shrink right (laughs) (laughs) and Damon says right which uh, absolutely made me cackle. And Stefan kind of spins this theory that maybe without his memories and without the like trauma of them, maybe he will no longer be a ripper. That's not how addiction works. And luckily, the episode's like, that's not how addiction works. Yeah. <laughs> not even Damon is like, oh, maybe. He says, let's not try it. Like, Which is like the opposite of what he would have said in season four. Yes, again, a a boy after our hearts. (laughs) It is so nice to have him back. And then uh, Elena shows up and she's like, wow, you guys seem like you're having fun. And Stefan's like, can you remind me of your name again? (laughs) Textbook negging. (laughs) This pickup artist. I'm using (laughs) Stefan. He's a real mystery. He's got fucking moves. And Elena's like, you didn't tell him about me? And Damon's like, I don't know, 200 years is a long time. And he's being squirrely. This is the one kind of shady thing he does. And look, I mean, it's a lot of stuff to lay on Stefan. If he's in charge of doing it, he can do it in whatever order he wants. I'm not mad at it. Because at this point, obviously, Stefan barely knows who Elena is. It's probably around this time he should have told him. Absolutely. And it, but I also do think there's like something to be said for him like figuring out himself a little bit before like having to know about Elena. But like this is a fair time for Elena to come up. Um, so and now she has and she's here. Our next scene opens with some shirtless push-ups from one Jeremy Gilbert. No. Bodies. Hey, they're still on the body, huh? It's not getting any smaller. <laughs> uh. Bonnie's horny. <laughs> She's no. like, there's no Netflix where I am. Like, you working out is my main source of entertainment. And why I'm like, do, why don't you follow Caroline and like ogle Jesse? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, you're like, your dad, you could like go look at someone famous working out. <laughs> like, go watch Chris Hemsworth. Like, I there he's hotter than Jeremy. <laughs> That's what I'd do. Um, <laughs> Things Morgan would do on the other side. Go find Immediately Chris find Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> and check in. And just see what's going on. <laughs> just to be polite. You should hang out on the sets of uh, the Fast and Furious movies is what you should do on the other side. Yeah. I- absolutely fucking would i would be like just searching for all of the fast and furious behind the scenes like information i could possibly get that would fucking rule all the drama uh to be a fly on the wall during f8 
I want to know every fucking thing about what it was like to make that movie. <laughs> yep. I want to know about the Vin Rock feud so goddamn bad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, back to the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> um, Jeremy's kind of like, hey, um, I am having a lot of trouble keeping the fact that you're dead from everybody I love. And Bonnie's like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing I would have been able to do to get – like, she's like, there's nothing I can do to get Stefan's memory back. And Jeremy's like, yeah, but they don't know that. They're sitting around waiting for your help because, like, you always are there to help. And now you won't be able to do it. And Bonnie's like, hey, remember when you said you'd be chill with my decision? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I want to, but – this is complicated and hard and it's not necessarily fair. <laughs> they are interrupted by uh, a phone call from Matt. Um, we go to the Lockwood mansion and we find Matt um, and he has this, like, he's like, I woke up last night covered in mud with this knife. <laughs> Jeremy's response is, okay, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Mystic Falls. Of course, he brings up the the ring because they still haven't learned, but Matt shuts that shit down immediately. Yeah, he's like, this is not about the ring. Like, I think it's about, like, whatever Nadia put in my head. Like, it's about why Silas couldn't mind control me. He's like, I think, like, that check, like, dude is still inside of me, essentially. Um, And so his response to all of this is to set up cameras and, like, paranormal activity himself. And find out where he's going when he loses time. And he's like, if you talk to Bonnie, like, she's the only person who might know what's going on. And uh, he also says, like, like um, he's like, yeah, I, I called her. She's in D.C. And Matt's like, so she can't pick up? I sent her, like, 300 emails this summer. And she writes back twice. Did I do something to piss her off? <laughs> Matt and Bonnie forever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he just wants to know how she is. He's The idea that Matt's, like, broken up inside on any level about, like, Bonnie possibly being mad at him uh, makes me want to die. Because, yeah, the fact that she she responded, I mean, they were probably just, like, normal, hey, Bonnie, how are you emails before he w- was even asking about, like, this stuff. So he's just like, why doesn't my friend want to talk to me? sweet boy does not deserve this um and jeremy's like i don't know um she hasn't mentioned anything and he's like i need you to get into contact with her i haven't slept i'm scared i'm going crazy i need her help and jeremy just like runs away because it's like what (laughs) the fuck else can he do he leaves matt alone he just doesn't say bye he just goes yep it's uh it's fucked up uh, then at the grill, Elena and Damon kind of have a sidebar, and she's just like clowning on him. She's like, hey, Mr. So Far So Good, Mr. I Can Handle My Brother, Mr. I Know What I'm Doing, to which Damon replies, hey, I never said I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> great. No notes. Um, Elena uh, calls Bonnie and she's like, we need Bonnie's help. And Damon's like, don't worry. I've called her 10 times. She hasn't called me back. And I'm like, you morons. What? Like, they truly cannot do anything without Bonnie. (laughs) Like, finally, she's not showing up to fix all of their problems. And they're like, ah, ah. (laughs) Surely Bonnie will show up and save us from our own stupidity. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) 
nope, you're fucked. <laughs> um, so like like Damon's like I don't know like until she calls us back let's let Stefan be Stefan like he's having fun and he's like having fun without a hundred years of vampire guilt on his shoulders and he's like flirting with that waitress that he was eyeing before and Elena's like I mean that guilt came from the blood addiction that he has so maybe it's you know a necessary part of his personality and um before that can even get examined much further stefan and the waitress are suddenly both fucking gone yikes then in the back room stefan like finds the waitress and paul wesley <laughs> hot paul wesley hot paul wesley hot would you guys like to discuss this scene? Because he, you know, like, t- compels her and tells her not to scream and says stuff about how he won't hurt her. But what I would like to talk about is the whispering. The whispering? I mean, the raspiness. My one note, basically, for the scene is hot whisper Steve. Yeah. My notes That's are. perfect. S dot 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 hot raspy whisper. <laughs> Yeah. You know how I guys feel about a good growl. So <laughs> Yes, he is doing it and he is just like again, just like looking at her and it's so much and he's like, "Look, the thought of killing you scares the hell out of me. This hunk, but the hunger inside me is just so much more powerful." And I said in the chat, "He's freaking hungry." <laughs> he's freaking hungry. We all know how it goes. And uh, he's about to give her the chomp, and then Damon uh, swoops in and saves the day. And he's like, "Luckily, I'm here, and I'm you know more powerful, and everything's gonna be fine." So, uh, uh, crisis averted <laughs> for now. <laughs> uh, then we go to the graveyard, and everybody is having fun in the cemetery and drinking. Um, Stefan sees Honoria Fell's tombstone, and he's <laughs> like, "What the fuck kind of name is that?" And Damon's like, "Shh, you're the one who killed her." <laughs> And we all have a good laugh at that one. Oh, yeah. Seventh moment of contrition there where he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> comedic gold. Uh, they go into the Salvatore like crypt and Damon's like, OK, the bar was probably too much temptation. Like we should minimize human contact with you until like your brain's back to normal. And uh, Stefan's like, cool, family crypt. Anyone here I didn't kill? <laughs> Uh, so we ring the bell for their dad, who Stefan killed, for Uncle Zach, who Damon killed, and for their mom, who died of consumption, so no one's on the hook for that one. Lucky bitch. <laughs> Stefan's like, oh, good. Iconic. Uh, Damon gets a text from Jeremy that asks to talk to him, all caps, alone. And he texts, who is this? Yeah, he's his new phone, who dis? <laughs> Uh, so Damon leaves and he hands the bell off to Elena and um, and the bottle as well. And he's like, I got to go see a man about a witch. And Stefan and Elena are left alone to flirt. So naturally, what do they talk about? But all the dead people in Elena's family. <laughs> That's what we call foreplay, baby. <laughs> in this universe, yes. <laughs> So um, she like, you know, explains like what happened to her parents, her adoptive parents, her birth parents, her aunt, Alaric, Jeremy, but now he's back. And Stefan's like the Jeremy that lives in our house. And Elena's like, yeah. Um, also, Amnesia, Steve interact with Jeremy. Like, what was that like? 
And who is this jacked little boy who lives in our home? <laughs> and this is a child? He is the face of a child, but the body of a He-Man action figure. Why is this like this? Why is Jeremy? <laughs> uh, and there is no good answer to that, Stefan. Um, so Elena talks about her breakdown where she burned her house to the ground and she's and they're just like giggling and smiling at each other. And Stefan says, How do I not remember you? I mean, you're smart, you're pretty, you're funny. Obviously, you're the strongest woman in the world if you manage to figure out a way to get through all of that. It's just reminded me of Body Swap Angel like saying, Have I ever told you you are a very beautiful woman? <laughs> I think it works better when Stefan does it. That's because he's not just saying it to everyone. How do I not remember you? But it is is the vibe that he has. Again, it is aggressively smooth, but Paul Wesley can pull it off. Jesus. How, like, how do you not melt (laughs) when he's looking at you with those eyes and that face? No idea. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Elena, in my opinion, Elena shows an incredible amount of willpower in, in these scenes for not fucking him right there. <laughs> yes, she says like she's like, look, I surrounded myself with amazing people who helped me through it. Like you, you're one of those people. And Stefan's like, huh? Bonded by death. Please don't tell me we met in a cemetery. The bourbon <laughs> should have been named Bonded by Death. <laughs> oh my god, Ooh. brothers bonded by death. Um. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Still, I keep looking at my shipping confirmation and it it like I have the like the label's been made, but it hasn't been sent anywhere. And I am that's I angry. never got tracking for mine. It just like showed up. Yeah, I got like the email, like it's ready to ship, and then I got it the next day. Okay, I got the ready to ship. Okay, maybe I need to call. I'm assuming if I call customer service, it's a direct line to Paul and Ian, who are both <laughs> like working yes. at a, at two desks that face each other and have little like secretary headsets. So. Have you seen some of the images from like their uh, Entertainment Weekly interview with the chess? They're playing chess, baby! <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a look at those. I think I saved one because I was like, I need to make this my background, so I, I will send you uh, one of them in a second. Fuck yes, please. So uh, we we go over the met in a cemetery thing, and Elena's like, well, technically we met somewhere else. Do you want to go see? <laughs> uh, so we cut to Jer- We cut to like a Jeremy and Damon phone call. Damon's, you know, walking through the cemetery, and uh, he's like, well, hey, uh, like, Remembrance Day miracle, you picked up your fucking phone. Now tell me you found Bonnie. And Jeremy's like, you need to come to see me, and you need to come alone. <laughs> And David says, and I need you to be less vague and less weird. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> Not going to do it. <laughs> Not going to die. Not going to die. And Jeremy says, I know where Bonnie is. Get over here and I'll explain. So then at Mystic Falls High School, uh, Stefan and Elena are trying to recreate their iconic meet cute just outside of the men's bathroom. <laughs> And they're like bumping into each other, and Elena's like getting anything, and Stefan's like, "No." I'm surprised she didn't like try to hit him in the back of the head with like a wood plank to like break his amnesia. <laughs> yeah, everyone should just be hitting Stefan in the head with things to snap him back into it. She goes full smart guy on him. <laughs> so Elena's like, "Wait, actually, I think we were like standing different ways," and they like do the little like 
shuffle where they like can't move around each other and it's very cute and they're deeply charming jill did this work for you as someone who i think yeah no not for you at all (laughs) no No. i was like are are we gonna have to relive all of season one (laughs) (laughs) wow not interested i guess i love Mm stefan love elena pre-sire bond um Mm -hmm. Don't love them together. I just – they don't work for me. I like them apart. Fair. <laughs> so Stefan's like, this really isn't working, like, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> and um, Elena's like, yeah, sorry. It's just seeing you like this is really weird. And he's like, I'm weird. You were the one coming out of the men's room. <laughs> uh, then a football player comes in with a big, like, gash on his head. And Elena's like, oh, let's get out here and uh they I hope they're know. doing concussion protocol on this child i fucking do too that is a big head wound on this minor <laughs> right um but also yeah elena says this is where we collided and then we cut to howie day playing in the next scene of course um iconic um also i also could not stop thinking about um the after sequel that candace ackle is in being called after we collided Uh, i was thinking about that too and i was just thinking about her iconic performance as like the fantasy business older sister you wish you had i was like explain what this is a million times i still don't know what this is yeah it's a hair it's harry styles um self-insert fanfic that got made into a book that then got made into a movie and candace is in it as like a supporting character who like helps our heroine like get her professional groove back and like so what i'm hearing (laughs) Mm-hmm. As we need to do after bonus episodes. I'm not watching this. Latoya, I, I respect- I would love to watch this with you, Latoya. It's not going to happen. I respect your ultimate decision, but I do want to tell you these movies are hysterical. They are so funny, and the the leads should really be hotter, and they just aren't. <laughs> you, how is this supposed to sell me on anything? Because the comedy of that is a huge thing running throughout both movies that makes me laugh hysterically. I could not tell you a thing that happens in these movies other than they spend a lot of the first one in a lake. I was just going to say, I remember a lake. Oh, (laughs) Selma Blair is in these movies as our protagonist's mom, and she's a real bitch. And I love her in that. Well, you guys have fun watching these movies for bonus content. I will not be part of this. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Candace is very good in the second one, though. Uh, Candace, come on. Just makes pod. me sad uh, for her career. Fair. I thought she was. I was like, I could not believe how winning she was in it. Like, I mean, I because I know because that she's a good actress, but I'm like, how are you doing a good job in this movie? That's not good. <laughs> but she really is. Uh, so then uh, they go outside, and Elena teaches Stefan how to do big jumps. Um, and they jump on top of the school and he's like oh wow this is really fun and Elaine is like yeah you wish me to the top of the ferris wheel one time and I was like yeah I cried during that yeah this is why <laughs> I nerded the Howie Day because this is the song that played when they hopped onto the ferris wheel oh really? yeah. amazing longest night that is the song yes Aww, that's cute yeah right and Stefan's like we dated <laughs> And Elaine is like, oh, shit, 
um, yeah, we did. And Stefan's like, oh, fuck. Um, okay, I may have amnesia. I thought it was the opposite. Hmm? I thought he was like, when oh. we were dating. Jill, you're so fucking right. Because Elena's like, yeah, you wished me to the top of a Ferris wheel. And he said, yeah, when we dated. And Elena was like, oh, did I thought Damon hadn't told you that yet. And he's like, yeah, he didn't. But like. I figured it out. Like we I just was, recreated our meat cute. Like, what do you think was happening? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm a 164-year-old vampire who went back to high school. I'm guessing it had something to do with you. <laughs> Fair enough. And he's like, so we're not together anymore. And me ripping people's heads off had something to do with that, probably. <laughs> Surprisingly not. Yeah. Yeah, Elena's like, actually not. You're like the most compassionate person I'd ever met. You hated the idea of hurting anyone and the guilt would overwhelm you. You were always in control. And Stefan says, so I bored you to death (laughs) in an attempt to get Jill's affections. (laughs) And it worked. (laughs) (laughs) And Elena says, no, it wasn't you. It was me. Becoming a vampire changed me. And he says, how'd you become a vampire? And she says, why don't I show you? And then they jump off the school. (laughs) It's it's a very morbid day. Let me go show you the bridge I died on. (laughs) This whole whole scene, I was waiting for a hold on tight spider monkey, but it never came. (laughs) Uh, But we did get a, where have you been, Loka? So... (laughs) did not i wish we, we did, did not <laughs> uh sunday mystic falls uh high, at the cemetery not mystic falls high school cemetery Jesus that Christ. is not what it is <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> had, <laughs> although they could have one <laughs> r.i.p jad and data uh mr saltzman it's me chad <laughs> wasn't there a sarah too yes and an amy yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um but but slutty sophie lives Correct? Slutty Sophie made it out alive, Slutty right? Sophie's okay, yeah. <laughs> Slutty Sophie's at Harvard right now. She proved all of us wrong. Good for her. <laughs> Slutty Sophie is a neurosurgeon and I love her. Um, so um, at the cemetery, uh, Jesse and Caroline are having a surprisingly romantic picnic for being at a cemetery. Um, and they're doing flashcards. Like Caroline has done all this biology studying, and that is very nice. Caroline is studying for science. She's a drama major. She should be in telecom because she wants to be a broadcaster, but whatever. I guess she's just like, yeah, life is long. I can major in broadcasting. Like, I can do that later. Like, now I want to be an actor. Like, I get it. I guess you can have a fuck around major when you're a vampire, I guess. Caroline decides to become a famous actress, but she has to like die young to keep up the illusion. I would fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing like Caroline Forbes on posters and stuff, and then it being like, okay, like we're now at the point where you can she's like dyeing her hair gray and she's like, I can fake it a little longer. <laughs> drawing wrinkles on herself. <laughs> Come on, I just want to do like one more season of this HBO thing. <laughs> Love that for her. She wants to live to see Glenn Close win an Oscar. <laughs> the day never comes. <laughs> she wants to be alive as Caroline Forbes, the actress, to present Glenn Close with her Oscar. <laughs> So uh, Jesse's like, dang, like if Maxfield doesn't let you in, you can have my spot. Like you learned all of this so quickly. Like how'd you do that? And she says, well, whenever anyone tells me I can't do something, I prove them wrong. Hot, 
cool goals. Love doing things out of spite. <laughs> that is powerful. That's that is my podcast. hero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, that is inspirational. That is aspirational. Um, so Jesse's like, is that why you invited me here to prove to your boyfriend that you don't need him? And she says, I don't know where my boyfriend is. That would require communication and Jesus. mutual interest and respect. And I invited you here because you're smart and you're nice. And I don't know. I just kind of wanted to hang out with you today. Jill. Who do I have to fight? Well, I think you know who you have to fight. <laughs> I know. We should say it. <laughs> Uh, what? Like the idea? Why? Yeah. <laughs> the idea I, we couldn't that tell we're you. Literally, having putting words in characters' mouths where it's like Tyler doesn't respect Caroline. Like that's not the boy I know. That is a real bummer. Like that's character. Like that. That's when we get into the character assassination like territory because I don't believe for one second Tyler doesn't respect Caroline. I could believe him losing sight of their relationship in honor of this like mission that he feels very driven to do because of everything that's happened to him and all the stuff that he's lost and the fact that he and Caroline are both going to live forever means that it might feel like you can put stuff off and like this feels more urgent but that he that she's like feels so isolated from him that that she's like he doesn't respect me. Thumbs down. Yeah, because there is no reason he can't return her phone calls, and I don't think the show gives us a reason why he didn't return her phone calls. If I don't remember, so Mm-mm. so like that's just character assassination. Like it's so transparent. I hate I hate having to keep having to say it, but like it's true. Um. Yeah, it's bullshit. I don't care for it. I'm sorry, Jill. They shouldn't do this to your boy. It's at, like, and then to have him like show up at the end too. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So Jesse gives Caroline a kiss, and it kind of like takes her by surprise. And um, he's like, "Sorry, I've just been like wanting to do this, like basically since I saw you." And um, she just doesn't react well to it. And um, you know why she's like react well? Moment. It's because of what Jesse is missing, and that is a his own personal Thierry hat. If he was rocking that Thierry hat, <laughs> she had a little cap. Then <laughs> the <laughs> fucking over hat. That hat is so annoying. I, just, I love like, it. It's great. <laughs> what if he was like in the theater school and he was like in the Newsies cast? <laughs> Jesus, Morgan. I- I love Caroline Forbes too much to watch her date uh, like a straight <laughs> theater boy. Like, I'm sorry, but I lived through that so that she didn't have to. Like, Fair enough. That is, that is a nightmare. Like, that, she just, like, does not deserve that, especially one that wears caps. <laughs> yeah. Because I did that. You had a cap, boy? Stop projecting, Morgan G. Occasional cap once in a while. Not often, but like I saw it. What, like I think tried the cap at some point and then ultimately didn't go with it. Did get the thumb ring made out of a typewriter key, though. <laughs> Speaking of fart sounds and flop men, I mm-hmm. just uh, learned that our next episode introduces a flop character that I'm going to stand despite Jill. what my galen vaughn what's his name his name is aaron (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) 
Um, I'm not going to give the full name because it, it, it that's a reveal. So Yeah. In our next scene, uh, Damon goes to see Jeremy and he's like, cool, like call Bonnie. Where is she? And Jeremy says, that's not the problem. I can't call her. No one can. And Damon's like, what the fuck? So Bonnie's behind Jeremy, like begging him not to do it. Jeremy keeps saying like cryptic shit. And Damon's like, what are you saying? Like, I feel like Damon's going to regret every, like how flip he is being um, <laughs> very much in, you know, five minutes time. And he's like, come on, think about it, Damon. I was dead. I wasn't supposed to come back. And Damon's like, yeah, exactly. The beauty of Bonnie magic, which is what we need right now. Jeremy's like, Damon, use your brain for two (laughs) seconds, please. Wake those brain cells up. (laughs) Think something through for once. And Damon's like, no. (laughs) And so Jeremy says, you're not hearing me. Magic finds a balance. I'm not supposed to be here. It finally hits Damon. And he just says, no. And he's like, don't say it. Don't you dare. And Jeremy's like, keeps like bringing up evidence that she didn't show up to her dad's funeral, Damon. No one has spoken to her all summer. And poor Bonnie is just like begging him not to do it. And Damon's like, if you say it, everything in Elena's life goes to crap. Do you understand? Like everything changes. And Bonnie's saying, don't say it. Damon's saying, don't say it. Like, I do feel like this scene works because like he's just in an impossible position and it it hurts my heart. And so he just says, Bonnie's dead. And David says, damn it, Jeremy, you realize what you just did? And he like walks away and he's like, why would you say that? And Jeremy says, I'm sorry, people need to know. And then Damon kind of like walks at Jeremy really hard and it seems like he's going to hit him. But instead, he wraps him up in this very big hug and we see that they're just like both going through it. And he's like stroking his hair. It's like a very oh. like fatherly hug. Like he like he cradles the back of his head. Yeah. And not in like the creepy way Jeremy does with Elena. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it's like this is a kid and he has been holding this for like too long. Like this looks like a comforting hug. It looks yeah. like a nice hug to receive. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, yeah. Demo. Take notes, Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this um, uh, just uh, breaks my heart. Um, b- but then they hug in all caps in my notes. Uh, I am unfucking well. Then we get a, a new vantage point on Wickery Bridge. Instead of just walking onto the bridge like we always do, we walk like out of the woods and kind of like by it and under it and then onto it. Nice. A new perspective, if you will. <laughs> I will. Uh, so Stefan's like, how is it cosmically possible to get into two accidents on the same bridge? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. It is some Sassin. final destination shit. Sassin all over the place. Yeah. And Stefan's like, so if I was there both times, why didn't I save you both times? And Elena's like, well, the second time you saved my best friend, Matt, because I asked you to. And Stefan says, oh, got it. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> And she says, no, you're the perfect boyfriend. You valued what I wanted, even if it wasn't what you agreed with. And Stefan's like, all right, I'm going to 
take a bit to wrap my head around that. And then he says, by the way, it's working, you know, like whatever we're doing, the distracting, sublimating, whatever you want to call it, the urge to feed has settled and I'm not hungry anymore. So that's nice. And he says, whatever monster I was capable of being, I could see why I was different around you. Uh, and Elena says, you were never a monster. I mean, he was kind of a monster. Like, yeah. That's why Klaus loved him so much. It's like, you remember Miss Mystic Falls, though? Like, <laughs> got pretty bad there and other times. He popped all those heads off. <laughs> and um, Elena says, you never scared me. The first time I saw what you are... I touched your face like this, and I told you not to hide. What is he supposed to think is happening here? I don't fucking know. Also, we didn't mention it, but gravity is playing right now, so I'm screaming. Yeah, The the other (laughs) stroll down uh, Selena memory lane for music. And it's playing, but like like I said, it was edging because it took so long for the lyrics to kick in. And I'm like, what are you doing to me? By the time it did, I was like, yes, set free. Like, fuck yeah. I was like, let's go off. Sarah, do it. Like, I was just, yeah, that, I can't deny it anymore. I, Community made me feel ironic about that song. And I've now circled back around and I just, not ironic at all. A hundred percent sincere. I next time I'm in my car alone, I will be screaming it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what a pandemic does to you girls. <laughs> Truly, like I played some music for Michael last night, and he was like, "We never like." He's like, "You're listening to really good music lately. Like, why do you? Why do I not know about this?" And I'm like, "Because we're never in the car together anymore. Because we don't." go anywhere and he was like ah yes 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 Hmm." (laughs) doing great everything's fun life like this is totally sustainable (laughs) (laughs) so um stefan reads the situation like any fucking normal person would and leans in for a kiss they get close to doing it and Elena says, I'm with Damon. Could have led with that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> don't, like, say that while your lips are, like, an inch away from his. Like, truly, don't say it when he can feel your breath tickling his cheeks. Like, what are we... <laughs> they truly are like, coughing in each other's mouths. They are coughing yeah. in each other's mouths. <laughs> Unreal. Stefan is like, uh... What? Like, what the fuck? Neither of you thought that was something I should know. And Elena's like, we weren't hiding it from you. I'm sorry. And then Stefan takes a step away and says some emo shit. (laughs) He says, and just like that, the hunger returns. (laughs) And then he fucks back off into the woods. Let's see. Oh I'm God. into this, Stefan. The Hunger yeah. Returns. What emo band is singing The Hunger Returns? Uh, that sounds dashboard. like some My Chem shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, all time low. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. <laughs> God, I love emo stuff, guys. I love talking about emo culture with you guys. <laughs> um, Our next scene takes place at the Lockwood Mansion where Matt lives and no one else. And he just lives on that couch. He doesn't have a room. 
<laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, I guess we don't have a bedroom set. Um, so Matt is sleeping on the couch and he like wakes up and he has a cut on his hand and he's like, what? So he goes to the video camera. He looks at the video. He sees himself get a phone call and then his eyes go black. So Gregor is taken over and someone, you know, like told him to come forward. Um, and then Gregor looks up, sees the camera and walks over to it and says, hello, Matt Donovan. (laughs) I'm the passenger inside of you. I know you have many questions, but all you need to know is that one day my friends will come looking for this blade protected at all costs. And then he uses the knife to slice open poor Maddie Blue's palm and shows the cut to the camera. He says, or this will be your throat. And this is where I note he's being a real asshole to Matt for no reason. He should be mad at Nadia. Not Matt, Matt did nothing wrong. This is very misplaced anger. And poor Matt, just like, if it isn't one thing, it's a fucking another thing. Like, of course, he's got a traveler inside of him. Like, the Gregor we met had no personality whatsoever, but the, the, the Gregor inside of him is a real fucking dick. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. And I'm not opposed to <laughs> watching Zach Rorick play him because <laughs> he's mean. <laughs> I don't know why he uh, decided to do like a finger wave when he closed his <laughs> palm, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. Took a little bit of the menace out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Made it look cute. <laughs> Kitty. Uh, Gregor contains multitudes, Jill. Uh, don't <laughs> limit him. <laughs> uh, so then Damon uh, is drinking and gets a phone call from elena and elena's like where are you i've been calling you and he's like uh yeah i'm at home we have to talk and elena's like uh stefan's gone (laughs) whoops and he's like yeah i told him about you and me and he just like stormed off and said he was hungry like there's a full graveyard full of people here tonight and damon's like shit okay i'm on my way Uh, So at the cemetery, Stefan runs into Caroline, and he's like, Caroline Forbes, my best friend. LaToya, thoughts? (laughs) Just keep going before I scream. (laughs) I'm gonna scream, but just just wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, Caroline's like, oh, you recognize me? And he's like, yeah, I studied pictures. You're much hotter in person. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, sorry, I'm a little drunk. (laughs) He is so, like, puppy dog and charming here. It's too much. Um, and, he, he, like, she's like, okay, I can see that. Are you okay? And he's like, if you mean, if by okay you mean heavily spiraling into Ripper Oblivion, then yes, I'm dandy. <laughs> uh, Jesse shows up with some stolen beer. And Caroline's like, can you give me a minute with my friend? And Stefan's like, yeah, probably a good idea because I can sense from here that you have a paper cut on the palm of your left hand and I want to rip your entire arm off. Hot. Yeah, Jill had some things to say about that. <laughs> and that the things to say was hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is hot. Um, the boys are in fine form in this episode. <laughs> And it's nice to have them back. So Caroline's like, it's true. Uh, Caroline compels Jesse to like, get the fuck out of here. And Caroline's like, look, Stefan, to to go hide. 
oh, yeah. He's like, hide. I'll find you. So Caroline's like, look, I know you're hungry, but you don't do that to people. It doesn't end well. And Stefan's like, okay, do you have blood bags? And Caroline's like, yeah, in my car. Come with me. No, 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 honey. She turns around and Stefan's zooped away. He's like, blood bags? I don't touch the stuff. (laughs) He doesn't touch the stuff, folks. You heard it here first. Uh, So then – uh, at the Salvatore family crypt, that is where Jesse uh, chose to hide. He's leaving a voicemail for Caroline. He's like, I don't know what's going on. For some reason, I'm in a crypt and I don't know why. Poor boy. The Swiss cheese brain begins. <laughs> no. It's no fucking fun. Stefan shows up. He chomps, uh, but it's a brief chomping. And he like he stops. He has blood smeared all over his lips it's an image um and stefan's like cool that wasn't so bad like i stopped and jesse jesse is so scared and the way his voice shakes when he's like i don't know what you are man but like mm, poor boy and stefan's like yeah i'm a ripper it means i can't stop feeding until i rip someone's head off but look at us we're working it out (laughs) (laughs) i was like paul rudd voice look at us (laughs) amazing and Jesse's like, please just let me out of here. And Stefan's like, I know I should let you out. I'm good, right? I'm compassionate. I live with this burning hunger inside me that allows me to stay in control. But what do I have to show for it, huh? He says, I have no memories because my brain was fried. My brother, who's been my brother for 160 some odd years, stole my girlfriend and my girlfriend let him. So you tell me. And then a tear just slides down those yeah. stunning cheekbones. <laughs> And he says, what's the point of being good? And then he chomps once more. Steve. Going through it, buddy. What's the point? Oh, I shouldn't say this. What? (laughs) What's the point of waking up with amnesia if you're still going to be in pain? (laughs) Right? Like, it's like he got to forget all of the hurt for like a minute. And he was this lighter version of himself. But I think it's just because ultimately you can't escape it. Like, even if... He never remembered stuff. All this stuff would have still happened to him. Like, he'd still be, like, himself and have the same. Like, he'd probably come to himself again just in different ways. But it's really sad. And it's also really sad because, like, Jesse doesn't deserve this at all. Like, poor guy. For the crime of thinking Caroline Forbes is cute, then chomp us all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, I have written in all caps, the tear, because <laughs> it is beautiful. Uh, he's looking good. Uh, so then at the Lockwood Mansion, Jeremy shows up and uh, Matt's like, hey, you're not going to believe this. And Jeremy's like, no, 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 I have news. It's about Bonnie. And Matt's like, cool, is she back? And then Jeremy doesn't answer. And then he like Matt looks way more worried and is like, what, Jer? Ugh. So back to the crypt, um, Caroline stops Stefan from feeding on Jesse, and he's and she's like, this isn't you. You might not remember it, but I do. You are better than this. You are not this person. And Stefan's like, oh, shit. I got to go. I got to leave. And so he does, and Caroline's stuck there with Jesse, and she, like, bites her wrist and gives it to him. And she's like, oh, my God. Drink this. Like, you'll be okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got you into this, and I'm sorry I let you kiss me when I – I'm just sorry. And, oh, buddy, it's a tough remembrance day. 
for all of us. <laughs> Remembrance Day is like how it's supposed to be instead of just <laughs> everyone getting wasted. This is what it's yeah. supposed to be like, just crippling pain. <laughs> mm. Uh, um yeah uh caroline apologizing uh as always uh stabs me in the heart then uh at the salvatore house stefan is burning his vampire diaries first elena and now stefan two peas in a pod and he can't even remember that (laughs) (laughs) and they're like what are you doing and he says look and they say like are you like david says are you sure you want to do that and stefan says I don't like I know what I don't want. I don't want to be the person in these journals anymore. I don't want to live in this house. I don't want my brother's advice. I don't want to hear about how I supported you, Elena. And I definitely do not want to continue this conversation. And he takes a duffel bag and he starts walking outside and he says, Don't, I'm not going to go on a ripper binge. Caroline said she'd call me every hour to make sure I was okay. And uh, I actually do trust her. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then Damon says, I think we just got dumped. (laughs) (laughs) So cute Um, from them, but also so heartbreaking. And Elena says, God, we need Bonnie. Why hasn't she called us back? It's not like her. He can't stay like this. And Damon says, Elena, Bonnie can't help us. And um, she's like, but but like, there has to be something she can do. Like, she always figures it out. So Damon walks up to her, he puts his hands on his shoulders, and he like takes a deep breath, and he says, Bonnie's dead, Elena. And poor in- Nina just has to like play just like the shock and the horror, and it is just brutal. No thanks, man. Are we going to have a breakdown every season? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Show us your breakdowns, Nina. <laughs> Look, they were trying to get, like, this is great for Nina's real. <laughs> it's just breakdown after breakdown after breakdown and the motorcycle scene. Just that, <laughs> that forehead vein in full and the Carrie keg stand. Russell <laughs> <laughs> Nina, take the keg stand off your reel. Just some advice. <laughs> so then um, at the Salvatore family crypt, we have a Caroline and Stefan scene. And Caroline's like, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm feeling better, which in my world means I haven't committed a homicide since I last saw you. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> and then he sees that Caroline's not doing so well. And he's like, what's wrong? And she says, it's Bonnie, my friend, our friend. She's dead. And Stefan's like, oh, God, like what happened? And Caroline says, please don't ask because then I'm going to have to try to come up with an answer, which means I'm going to have to actually think about it. And then I'll start crying, and I'm afraid I might not ever be able to stop. Yay. We're having fun, right, guys? That I that's that line hit me really hard. Yeah. That was a good line and a good delivery. Yeah. It uh Candace, as always, is great. And and I think like also like the way that Stefan is both written and the way Paul plays it, I think is there was such a needle to be thread between like being sad because you see someone like he's, he clearly cares about Caroline. Like even if he doesn't have his like full sense of their relationship back, it hurts him to see her hurt. He's sad to hear that like Bonnie who like he's heard about at this point has died. Like, but he knows 
he doesn't really feel it. So there's like a self-consciousness to like his like level of like light grief that I think is played really beautifully. And yeah, I just, I think the scene's really, really good. And both of them are so good together. Um, he says, I'm sorry. I wish that I could remember her. And she says, I don't know. Part of me wishes I could trade places with you uh, because without all the memories, maybe it wouldn't hurt so much. Oof. Um, and Stefan's like, it's okay. And she says, it's not. I'm never going to see her again. And I have no idea where Tyler is. And I just got so used to them being there all the time. And now what? I'm supposed to just learn to move on without them? Like, How do I do that when I have all this sadness and anger? Um, and Stefan says, me. You have me. He says, you were there for me last night. Sounds like you're always there for me. So let me be there for you. And uh, he puts his hand on her hand. And, I feel like uh, I shouldn't scream again, but please know I want to scream again. You are yep. respectfully <laughs> screaming. <laughs> yeah, this is lovely. Like, they are so good. Yeah. Even with amnesia. Yeah, like, I, I think, well, I think that's great because I think, if anything, the amnesia is actually helpful. Like, it fully takes her... It takes the past away from them. It takes, like, the Caroline Forbes that was, like, silly and frivolous and was, like, we're planning a June wedding. And, like, you know, maybe was, like, you know, someone that he had to save and had to kind of, like, look down on in season one, like, out of the picture and shows you just the, like, amazing adult woman she's become and not to say all this like i don't love season one caroline because that's my baby and if you don't like her i'll fight you but i think (laughs) it's really cool for stefan to like see her right now with no perspective like i think that is instrumental to him being able to like ever have something romantic with her at least for me in my opinion i think that's really helpful actually um amnesia's good <laughs> as i will More say people should get amnesia on this show mm-hmm. um so then uh at the soldier house elena is getting ready for the funeral she says i she's like i don't have any clothes i have nothing to wear i mean i burned my house down with all my funeral clothes in it Elena Gilbert has a full funeral wardrobe that she's now missing uh, you know she needs it <laughs> yeah, which which funeral dress should I pull out? The one from Jenna's? The one from Rick's? <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> she says, like, I can't. Um, she's like, I'm supposed to be strong. I'm supposed to have learned how to handle this. But I can't. I can't keep doing this. Stefan's gone. Bonnie's dead. She gave up her life so that I could have my brother back. And I didn't even know about it. Oh, and I think they, when like you are right jill nina's had to play like horrified loss so many times and i think what they're focusing on really hard this time and i think it's very smart and very like feels very grounded and very real is like the disbelief of it like that this one's really just like knocked her on her ass and she cannot even begin to process it that she seems to be like very trapped in the moment of finding out about it and that she can't like move forward through it and does not know how to even begin to start. And I think like Nina's playing that beautifully. And that is like a very real and valid reaction to like grief and awful news 
I think it's great. Did you guys like Yeah, I mean, I like as much as I have been joking like how many breakdowns is she going to have? She's done an incredible job each time. Mm-hmm. So no criticisms there. Yeah. Like, she's so good. A-, a worse actress it would start to feel stale, but I think she really like it I'm believing it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, like, Damon holds her and she cries and she says, I can't believe she's gone. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And Damon just kind of, like, holds her and strokes her hair. And all he can say is that he's sorry. And even that is, like, way better than Damon has handled so many other things. He knows that all he can do is just, like, be with her and be there. He's doing good. Thumbs up, kid. Good job. We could have just skipped season four and <laughs> would have been good. <laughs> would have been great. Um, but then we wouldn't have Galen Vaughn. Uh- <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to be able to like fully, um, like when Aaron shows up, I can't pretend I like that character. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is going to be a brilliant performance from LaToya. Just <laughs> summon all your acting chops. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> I can't wait. What if I end up liking him? <laughs> I he won't. Uh, I quit the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. He's just so aggressively boring. Yeah, like Galen Vaughn had a like a bug nuts accent. Aaron doesn't have anything. <laughs> Aaron's not entertaining. No. No, ma'am. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so we go to the woods. Um, we're all putting uh, like kind of like stuff on a stump that uh reminds us of bonnie so there's a bell there there's a picture frame uh hell yeah uh caroline puts a black and red cheerleading pom-pom up top matt drops off a lifeguard whistle elena uh has the feathers i am unwell so like caroline and elena like hold each other Damon puts Bonnie's grimoire on the stump and Bonnie is there behind Jeremy. And she says to him, it's okay. They need this. I need this. So it's nice that like Bonnie's like accepted it. Like I do kind of wish, I feel like, I do feel like there is a scene missing where like Bonnie and Jeremy kind of like reckon with that this has happened. But like, I get it. You don't want like a Jeremy scene. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like Bonnie deserves that. Morgan's like, "I, I, I need more Jeremy. I need it. Where's the Jeremy? His acting is just <laughs> so good in this episode. I needed like three more Jeremy monologues in this episode. Um, so Jeremy rings the bell in honor of Bonnie in remembrance. And he says, I'm not sure what else to say. And then Bonnie starts feeding him lines for her own eulogy. And she says, say I'm not going anywhere. Say that even though they couldn't see me, I've been here the entire time. And then Bonnie walks, like, amongst her friends, and Jeremy, like, repeats her words in an echo. But most of the scene is just her speaking, because Stephen R. McQueen cannot carry this scene, and Cat Graham can. Yeah, but I also think it's just because, like, it's it's not about him. Like, it also is, like, about... I, th- I think you'd do it even if he was good, because um, this is Bonnie's moment. I think you would give him more if he was good. Probably. Um, so Bonnie says to Elena, I saw you happy. And I know you think now that you can't have a normal life. She says um, that you have to be there for everyone, but you don't. Everyone will find their way. 
So you are going to repack your things. You're going to go back to college and you're going to live it up. I mean, it was to say, will they all find their way? They're, they fucking can't figure anything out. Bonnie gone. Now, if like Elena has to live her life, they can't do shit. This, they're crazy. Like, they can't do shit. Stefan has amnesia. It's a fairly useless group of people, I say with love. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, like, at least on the originals, you know, they're, they have talents, our, our gang. Or just, all of my Mystic Falls gang, each one of them just sharing one brain cell. <laughs> like, whoever's turn it is with it. Passing <laughs> the brain cell. Back and forth. Sisterhood of the Traveling. Brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh it's good to laugh um (laughs) bonnie says to matt and she like laughs as she does it she says you didn't do anything wrong matt you know i would have sent you 300 emails back if i could i miss you they couldn't kiss once they couldn't kiss one time for me come on (laughs) let them kiss then she starts speaking to caroline and I wish for death to come. She says, Caroline, I watched you decorate that dorm room like your life depended on it. And they laugh and it's just like cry laughing and I can't handle it. And that's when I started like snot sobbing. (laughs) And she says, and I know that college isn't everything you expected and that you feel like something's missing. But Tyler? Tyler's there and he's got a single white rose for the occasion which is nice (laughs) and Caroline runs and hugs him and Tyler comes up and he puts the rose on the stump with everything and Bonnie says to Jeremy this is good this is all I wanted I'll be okay we'll all be okay and then Bonnie and Jeremy kind of hold hands Damon holds Elena, Tyler holds Caroline, and there's Matt on the end, <laughs> just weeping by himself. And I am like, someone include Matt. Matt, go to Nola, become part of like the love polygon that's happening. Please <laughs> make it a love pentagon and include Matt. <laughs> Klaus simping over Matt. <laughs> You should be so lucky. Klaus, like, really gets to know Matt. He's like, okay, I see why you like him, but you can't date him. (laughs) He's my friend now. Yeah, this is my friend, Matt. (laughs) Rebecca being like, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Again? This is the first boy you like that I will not kill. (laughs) Because he's mine now. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, So then... We go to Dr. Maxfield's lab. Um, So he's with Jesse. Jesse's on a gurney and his vitals are normal, to which Jesse replies, don't sound so disappointed. Um, Our first hint that uh, Dr. Maxfield's a dang ass freak. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Jesse explains that Caroline went, uh, took him to a party in Mystic Falls and then everything was a blur. And he's like, I must have been really drunk. And Maxfield's like, you were not drunk. You were compelled. And you also have vampire blood in your system. Um, and he, you know, explains a bunch of stuff that Jesse doesn't understand because he doesn't know about vampires. And Maxfield's like, it's nothing to worry about. The good news about having vampire blood in your system is that's what that's like step one to creating a new vampire. And then he pulls out a syringe and he says, this is step two. And he injects him with something 
that kills him. And uh, R.I.P. to another black character. And now for the second time on a vampire, an Empire Diaries podcast, I must reference the Tuskegee study because I had to do that on Legacies as well. Yeah, it's not great. Because from what I do remember, it's not great what follows up with this. I can't imagine it would be great. <laughs> In the hands of this bland white dude. Leave these black people alone. Leave their blood alone. Just leave them alone. Please. <laughs> uh, and that is For Whom the Bell Tolls. Turns out it tolled for Bonnie. <laughs> Mystery Rude. solved. And Jesse. And Jesse. Oh, Jesse. For the blacks. He. Good God. Why? The good thing we're being introduced to a flop next episode, who <laughs> I love and think's a great character. Oh, the- I'm ready for this Oscar winning performance, Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. Do it. <laughs> but, um,. Pretty good app, despite those uh, that particular sour taste at the end. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. As I said, that's the most I've cried watching this show. Wow, yeah. I was not looking cute. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> you two are always cute. Shut up. <laughs> looking at two cuties. I love you guys so much. I'm truly like overwhelmed <laughs> with love because I went outside today and I like think I'm on the verge of possibilities because I might be able to go outside again. And I'm like, honestly, once I'm like fully vaccinated, nothing is going to be different. I'm still going to be inside all the time because I'm me. But let me have this day but where I pretend everything's different because <laughs> you guys. Maybe you can do that uh, stop brunch again. Which we're all here. Yes. It was so good. And it was such a good look on us. We were so fancy and cute. (laughs) We were cute that day. Mm -hmm. Um, The last cute day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of cute, last night I impulse bought a bunch of clothes, um, knowing that I'm going to return a lot of them. But one of them, uh, I, I bought this top this very cute, blousey, embroidered top, only to look on Instagram today. And guess who posted a picture of themselves wearing it, convincing me that I will look like dog shit in it. But one Candace King. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. And I was like, she looks so cute in this. And I will look- Believe in yourself. Like a gremlin. But no, I'm excited to try it on. Send pics. I will. Side by side comparison. Do a whole haul for us. Gonna do a who wore it better on the Empire Diaries Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Just so I can really feel bad. Um, A little gremlin. uh, In the Legends of Tomorrow trailer, there was like a little gremlin thing, which it it wasn't even Bebo, it was like something else. It was pink too. Like, I think you should watch the trailer despite not watching the show because even as someone who watches the show, Mm -hmm. I will tell you that trailer is insane and I love it and it's the only good show. I can't wait. I think (laughs) I I need to um, catch up on Supergirl before I start another Berlantiverse thing, but it is on on the list. And we also want to watch Kung Fu because I just found out someone I worked with uh, writes on it who I like adore and I'm like, oh, like double need to watch now. Um, 
kung fu, which I assume that I will love because that's right the fuck up my alley. Um, uh, is it time for uh, for crushes and rankings? Let me pull up my list. Woo! So that's a yes. <laughs> How many do we have today, Jill? We have five. All right. <clears throat> Coming in at number five mm-hmm. is Matt Donovan. <gasps> Down two from last week, but it's still always nice to see him in these rankings. <laughs> uh, number four is Bonnie for making me fucking sob. <laughs> oh, my, my sweet, my beautiful Bonnie. Not ranked last week, so showing up, showing up strong. Number three is Caroline, specifically for that scene in the crypt. Also not yes, ranked Stephen. last time. Lovely to see her here. <laughs> They weren't in the episode last time. Yeah, they weren't in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, our Because I'm playing by the rules now, I guess. I have to remember what last episode is, which was, uh, uh, of course, it was a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, rules. <laughs> um, number two mm-hmm. is Tyler. <laughs> I don't care what they're doing. I love him. <laughs> Tyler returns. <laughs> I refuse to let this show kill him for me. <laughs> You're going to keep throwing things at you. No. What you're doing Refuse. is brave. <laughs> <laughs> and number one. Fucking Steve. Yeah, yes. He's so hot. Also not ranked last week. Um, wow. This is a solid set of rankings. Steve wasn't ranked last week, but was Silas ranked last week? Silas was number one last yeah, that's, week. That's why. Steve was just like hearing a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last yeah. time it was five Elena, four Jesse, three Matt, two Kathy, one Silas. <laughs> so good. As always, a revelation. <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, wasn't Ketia one? Wait, it, are you sure it was Jesse and not Ketia? <laughs> it says Jesse. I mean, unless I wrote it. I mean, there's every chance that I wrote it down wrong because I'm a dumb idiot. But Is, like. like because Jesse wasn't in that episode, right? I don't because th- wasn't because Caroline wouldn't have been. Then I know I was the last episode, right? Then yeah, it was probably Ketsia, and I wrote Jesse for you some. Probably, probably referring to write, like Tessa. Oh, it probably says Tessa in my notes, and I just read Jesse because I've been like, writing no, Jesse. Like, Jesse wasn't there yet because that's why yeah, I was saying it's Tessa Ketsia. <laughs> yeah, no Bonnie or any of them because it was just our core and uh, Nadja mm-hmm. and Tessa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Katia, I miss you. Come She'll back. be back soon. <laughs> um, y'all got crushes. I got crushes. Do I have crushes? <laughs> huh? Huh? Do you compare crushes? Be I? I mean, this is really hard mm. for me. Yeah. Mm. Huh? Um, I'm gonna I'm say about- mm-hmm. this might be wild. I think I'm gonna say um, Steve and Caroline. Huh? <laughs> what? I would not have guessed that. I yeah, know, right? Leave this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy for you. This is your time. You're the prime of your life. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm peeking, baby. Uh, Jill? So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say uh, Caroline and all the boys who love her in this episode. I mean, that works. That does work. Because <laughs> then I get Caroline, Steve, Tyler, and Jesse. So. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline and her boys. 
Jesse, Caroline Tyler, Steve. If only there was a character named Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, for me, I got to give it up to the one, to the only Amnesia Steve. He is so fucking hot and he is so charming and paul's having so much fun and he's sassing but it's not the same as him as silas sassin very different it's it's a warmer sass and it's a dry it's dry as well yeah but yeah it's it's not mean it's not mean spirited at all even if it is cutting um yeah He's so fucking charming. Like, how is someone not put Paul in like a rom com? It's bananas to me. He'd be so good. Yeah. Get my Netflix rom com, baby. Oh, Paul Wesley for Prez. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh, I, well, uh, I will say our next Vampire Diaries episode. Let me try this thing again. Nailing it. Is um, episode five. Monsters Ball. This episode did air on Halloween in 2013. Hell yeah. Like, what was I for Halloween in 2013? What year would that have been, Jill? 2013. Harley Quinn. What year in college was that? That was 20. That was fall of junior year. Junior year? Oh shit, I did a bunch of different ones that I was um I was Ramona Flowers and I uh I was Ramona Flowers two nights in a row and then for my third night I wanted to switch it up so I was uh Charlie Day's character from Pacific Rim, Dr. Newt Geisler. <laughs> Um, and I printed uh, tattoos on wax paper and put them on my arms. So I gave myself like monster sleeves, which uh, ruled. It was very fun. Wow. I was just Harley Quinn from the Arkham Asylum game. That's very hot of you. Latoya, can you recall? I'm trying to think if that was the year I was uh, Sydney Bristow from Alias. <gasps> Ooh. Hot. And Wait. people did come up to me at a party and ask, are you Alias? because <laughs> i was doing with the red wig yes mm-hmm. oh that is so hot of you and so <laughs> cool are you alias and the, that party sam whitwer was there and then my friend and i like f- try to find him <laughs> like he passed by and i'm like sam whitwer and we, like we walked for a while to find him that's so much <laughs> that's a lot it's a lot to take in <laughs> You were alias around Sam Witwer. <laughs> hot. So hot. Yep. <laughs> uh, your guys' costumes are so hot and mine's so nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Two dork things. <laughs> to be fair, I was going through it in 2013. So. <laughs> hey, Sam. <laughs> it's like one of the worst years of my life. <laughs> Fucking hell. Feel ya. Yeah. Uh. And that's our app, right? <laughs> that's our app. Uh, Plugs? Hell yeah. I would like to plug uh, the character of Aaron from season five of The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Check him out. <laughs> I hope I like this. See, see what he's talking about. <laughs> um, hell yeah. I, Jill, I hope you don't, please. You won't. This she, one I'm confident could. in. She could. What's there to like? I'm so worried about who she's going to like on fucking Legacies. (laughs) I can't wait to find out Jill's Legacy stakes. We're a long way from there, but I think they're going to be hilarious. Galen Vaughn in peace. (laughs) 
<laughs> After that, I can't trust you. <laughs> what else was making you smile in season four? Nothing. He wasn't making me smile, that's for sure. <laughs> what was making He was making me smile. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing made me smile. <laughs> Jeremy died. <laughs> The original's backdoor pilot made us smile. <laughs> us, teasing, us teasing you about Silas and uh, Ketia and how they looked, that made us smile. That was very fun. See, you guys had that. Let me have Galen. No! <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you. <laughs> Too bad he's mine. <laughs> um, and Aaron last name is mine. <laughs> Aaron last name. <laughs> last name. <laughs> um... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lorgan Mudich. <laughs> and uh, I would like to plug uh, getting vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> My arm's starting to hurt, but it's worth it. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jill Baggins with two I's instead of two L's. I would also like to plug getting vaccinated. <laughs> Please do that. I mean, I guess I plug it too. I don't want to make it seem like I don't plug that, Jesus. <laughs> if you listen to Joe Rogan, just listen to us instead. Don't listen. If you listen to Joe Rogan, you listen to us. What what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I, I am very confused by how you're the center of that Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> My two favorite podcasts are Joe Rogan and the Empire Diaries. <laughs> Me, who are you? <laughs> well, I found there's a Screen Rant article that I agree with for once. What? Legacies is making a big mistake that the Vampire Diaries avoided. And yes, it is about the central pairing on Legacies. Uh-oh. <sighs> oh, my. Yeah, send me that link. Um, And on that note, uh, you can find us uh, on Uh-oh. social media. <laughs> you can find us on... Jesus. Oh, crap. Uh, you can find us... Twitter is at Amp Diaries Pod. And Instagram is at Empire Diaries Pod. And you can email us at the Empire Diaries Pod at gmail.com. And uh, we have Patreon where we are covering season three of Legacies. By the time this is out, I think season three of Legacies will be done. Um, but you can listen to that if you haven't, if you want to catch up on Legacies. And um, we also have a book club, uh, yeah. which you could listen to. That could be pretty fun. And <laughs> yeah, maybe another shit. We put bonus clips up on there. It's fun. We have a Discord yeah. that's really cute. It's nice. <laughs> I would like to plug the ABC show Rebel. Katie <laughs> Seagal is Rebel. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. Uh, again, in the literally the first scene of the show, um, she is rebelling all over the place while the musical stylings of Katie Seagal sing about rebelling all over the place. It is Rebelception. Um, I've still only watched the pilot. <laughs> Sounds good though. <laughs> um, I would also like to plug Galen Vaughn. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna bleep that. <laughs> I hate both of you now. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I would like to plug not being a menace to any and everyone you've ever met. <laughs> oh my god. I would like to plug not being the angriest girl alive. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to plug. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump's Pooch Perfect. <laughs> I get Which, the screws for that like every day. 
I am having so much fun just getting really stoned and watching Pooch Perfect. They, um, all of the pun, there's like so many dog puns and it's like very cheesy, but um, every time the dogs come out to get groomed, like, cause you know, they're all like grown, like overly grown so that you can like cut their hair and like carve them in whatever way you want but they always yell release the hounds and then a bunch of puppies run out to everybody and it's so cute and i do really feel joy in those moments (laughs) some cute ass dogs and as i believe i've said before every contestant on that show is a lesbian i don't care about what gender they are everyone's a lesbian i'm like i love all you lesbians every second <laughs> i would like it- to plug uh lesbians <laughs> yeah i'll plug lesbians yeah. too <laughs> love you guys plug <laughs> lesbians all night long <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh this show loves lesbians <laughs> uh- <laughs> we want more of them that's all we ever ask for Please, I did a good job not doing um, a trolley post uh, from the Empire Diaries Twitter on International Lesbian Visibility Day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what I just saw um, in the fandom? Because I I, I saw some of the terrible shit that people send Julian. Like, come on. Like, people are just terrible. But um, people were shipping Bonnie with... It was like, why couldn't you make Bonnie a lesbian? Which is like, it's a question we could possibly ask. But like, then I saw like all the flop ships they wanted for her. I'm like, that's why. Because all of these people fucking suck. Like, <laughs> if Bonnie's gonna be gay, she's gonna be gay with a fucking prize. <laughs> I, except if her romantic past is any indication, no, she is not. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> The girl equivalent of Jeremy. <laughs> oh, Bonnie and Rebecca. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Ronnie. <laughs> Rebecca. Shy Ronnie. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> Name Shy Ronnie. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Gilly, nothing. Shirani. Shirani, yeah. The <laughs> police uh, are on their way. Just about to bring up Reba. <laughs> uh, Reba. <laughs> I would like to plug the television show Reba. <laughs> I would like to plug the character Barbara Jean. <laughs> I would like to plug the character Van. I would like to plug the character Cheyenne. I would like to plug the character Reba. Everyone but Brock. I would like to not plug Brock. Her roots are planted in the past. (laughs) Though her life is changing fast. Who she is, is who she wants to be. A single mom who works too hard. Who loves her kids and never stops with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. <laughs> She's a <laughs> For the listener, Latoya is crying now. <laughs> this is good content, right? <laughs> this is how you end an episode. <laughs> Okay, we're done now. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.